Do you find yourself totally stuck every day doing the same thing over and over again? It's kind of like you dream and hope for some big change to happen and you want the change to happen, but every day is just utterly the same. I call this mindset bondage, and we are going to dive into this topic today on The Thought Vault. Welcome to The Thought Vault, where we learn to unlock our minds to live with more purpose and bold intention. I'm your host, Emily Vermillion. Take a deep breath and let's get started. Welcome back to the show today. I'm your host, Emily Vermillion. I'm a certified Christian life coach, and I'm very excited to talk about mindset bondage. Today, we're going to talk about five ways to break free from mindset bondage so you can stop being stuck. So as a Christian life coach, I heavily speak about mindset because the origination of our actions, aka the life that we live daily, comes first from what we are thinking about. You are likely aware that the Bible speaks often about the power of our thoughts and the importance of renewing our minds. And Romans 12 2, the apostle Paul writes, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve of what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. This is actually the scripture that was pressed upon me when thinking about the very premise of this podcast. I was very determined to help people renew their sense of life, the intention behind it, the time that they had here. I really wanted people to understand that their purpose in life really mattered and that they definitely had a purpose because so much of what God put on our heart when he created us is a sense of identity and all of us feel this need to prove ourselves to have a purpose in life. And when I was thinking about the podcast and having gone through the things I have in life and seen some of the testimony I've shared in other shows, I just really feel a call, a message, I guess, for me to give to other people that time is now. Time is of the essence, as they say. We don't know how much we have. We don't know. We can't buy any more of it. And so we really need to do our best to live intentionally. And the best way that we can put intention into our lives is by changing our mindset. In this passage, Paul is encouraging believers to reject the negative and limiting beliefs of the world around them and instead focus on aligning their thoughts with God's will. This process of renewing the mind is crucial for breaking free from mindset bondage and experiencing true freedom in Christ. Another relevant passage can be found in 2 Corinthians 10 verses 3 through 5, which says, For though we live in the world, We do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. This passage speaks to the idea that our thoughts can become strongholds or what I like to say, mindset bondage that keep us trapped in negative patterns of behavior. However, as believers, we have access to divine power through Christ to break free from these strongholds and to take our thoughts captive and make them obedient to God's will. It's important to emphasize the biblical truth that our thought and beliefs have a powerful impact on our actions and our overall sense of purpose. By renewing our minds and aligning our thoughts with God's will, we can break free from mindset bondage and experience the abundant life that God promises us. Because what we are doing is essentially taking the patterns of our life taking the habits that we have and breaking those apart and creating new habits. When we have God at the helm of our life, when we have the Holy Spirit dwelling within us, we have the same power that rose Christ from the dead. And I overlook that. I will say I have overlooked that capacity in my life so many times. So many times I walk around and I have before, you know, feeling like a victim. We all do. And we feel like many times we are a victim to our circumstance. But what this scripture is telling 
telling us is that we are not victims of our circumstance. We can renew our mind. We can become unlike the world and like Christ. And when we are focused on Christ, when we we are focused on the truth that he gives us as believers, as people of faith, we have a different way that we live out our days. And so much of what we have done and created in our life, this the circumstance that we're living in, has just formed out of habit, has just formed out of responding to things instead of taking action and creating. So what I'm encouraging us to do is create, create just like our creator. We are able to think new thought, to have a new perspective, a renewed mind, a renewed heart, because we are focused on God. We are not God, but we have God's power to put into the world the things that actually are going to cause positivity, are going to enact change in us, and therefore have a ripple effect on the kingdom of God. We do not know what every little element to our life is going to do for someone else else or for their future. Every single second of the day, we are planting seeds. We are planting seeds for the future. And so I just want to encourage us that this is so important. And so many times people don't think about their mindset even being a thing. Like, They don't even consider their mindset. And I just want to encourage you today to listen to the things I say, and maybe some of this will help you to enact really biblical change in your life. So let's dive into the five biblical ways that we can break free from the mindset bondage that may just be keeping you stuck. Number one, recognize the power of your thought. Proverbs 23, 7 says, for as he thinks in his heart, so he is. Our thoughts have the power to shape our lives, which is why it's important to take captive every thought and make Make it obedient to Christ. 2 Corinthians 10.5 If you have negative or limiting beliefs, take the time to identify them and replace them with positive biblical truth. Sometimes a way to identify this is to simply journal. Like when you are in a state of overwhelm or even when you're not just as part of your daily routine, take five minutes and just write. And I encourage all my clients to do this because we subconsciously are holding on to baggage of things that we're not even consciously thinking about. So what this five minutes does, I tell I tell my clients like no prompt. You're not answering a question. You're literally just going to set a timer and just write. It could be gibberish. It could be scribble. It could be a doodle. It could be anything. Just start writing. But what I find is people don't have a problem filling that five minutes. They usually need to or decide to keep going past the timer buzzes because they just get a sense of uh, therapy, just getting any and every single thought out there. Sometimes it's a to-do list. Sometimes it's just a string of thoughts that they fell asleep thinking about or woke up worried about. But either way, getting these thoughts down on paper really helps you to see these limiting beliefs that you might have and really giving you an an opportunity to see physically things that you may be worried about and things that you can then pray about and find biblical truth in scripture to help you deal with it. Number two, focus on gratitude. Philippians 4.8 encourages us to think about whatever's true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, and commendable, excellent, and praiseworthy. Focusing on what we are grateful for can help shift our mindset from negative to positive. Start each day by listing out the things that you're grateful for. I have a planner that has a spot in it for this specifically, And I love it because when I'm going to start my day, my routine usually is I have like a week snapshot in my planner. So I I look at my week and write things down. 
on the calendar for the week. And then every single day I wake up and I fill out the little top section and then I write down for the day what my stuff is. I love having that section in my planner because every day it holds me accountable to fill it out. Studies have shown that gratefulness, gratitude actually changes hormone levels in your body. It changes dopamine and cortisol. It helps relieve relieve stress. So people that actively practice a state of gratitude and people are like, that sounds too woo-woo. I don't even know what that means. And basically just means like you're waking up every day just being like, I'm glad I'm alive today. If that's enough, that's it. Like that's enough. If that's all that happens today that I get to keep breathing and being here, that's enough. And that's something to be grateful for. So just coming and posturing your heart for to the day with just a state of gratitude is truly chemically changing for your body. It helps you feel better. It brings a lot more joy um, to your life. So number three would be take action. James 2.17 says, so also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. If you want to break free from mindset bondage, you must start taking action. You've got to identify what steps you need to take to achieve your goals and take them one by one. It doesn't matter how small or how big. It's the whole thing of like, write down your big goals, break it down into small, smaller bites, and then break those small bites into even more like even smaller bites so that every day you can have a task and it may seem small, but it's getting the bigger picture done. It's taking each little step to get to that bigger picture. And that's one thing as a coach, I like to help, um, help my clients do is to really figure out what their goal is and really set action behind those big dreams, because it's easy to say one thing, but to put it into action is totally different. So what we're saying here is you have a thought, you capture it, you renew it with scripture, prayer, petition to the Lord, and then you have an attitude of gratitude and you focus on the good parts, you focus on the positive things, and then you take action on that. You are motivated by the fact that I'm alive. I have time to do this. I can figure this out. God is on my side. And you start taking that action. You you trust in what God says in his word about not forsaking us. You need to identify those steps and trust that he is going to guide you. And look to Proverbs uh, chapter three, verse five to read about that. Because when we say that we are going to trust in the Lord and he will guide our steps, that's exactly what we need to hold to. So number four would be connect with others. And this is um, something you can reference in Ecclesiastes 4, verse 9 through 10. It says, two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. Connect with other like-minded individuals. Basically, we were not built to be solo journeyists through this life. I don't don't think journeyists is a word, but (laughs) we weren't supposed to do this alone, okay? God specifically made us for a community. We need him and we need others. And so that is the support that we have. And so we need to look for our church family. We need to look for our, toward, towards our friends, to our spouses, to our loved ones, to people in our lives, and to connect with people that believe and hold to the same value system that we do. When we are connected with other people of faith, so much can become more clear. I know I, as a coach, I work with a coach and she is a Christian and she has imparted so much wisdom to me and helped me me through so many moments of being unmotivated, feeling like an imposter, feeling lost. I mean, so many things she has helped me walk through when it, in regards to just like the business side of my life and, and being a coach and, and trying to get that up and going. I 
even from that perspective, but outside of work, I mean, I couldn't do my life without my husband, without my mom, without my best friend. I mean, they, all three of them love me. I know when I ask for prayer, they are praying for me. I know when I need them, they are going to be there and they're always there to encourage me and uplift me. And so I just want to encourage you that there are people out there that are going to love on you and help you. And if you don't have a community like that yet, I have a free community, not to use this as a moment to plug, but hello, if you guys don't have a good faith-based support system, I have a free Facebook community called the Bold Insiders and you are welcome to get in there. You can just click the link in the show notes. I always have it in the show notes of the episodes. So just go and get in that group and we are there to cheer each other on and to help each other be accountable and to have um, learn tools and have wisdom and gather wisdom from each other. So connecting with other people is going to help you have a renewed sense of mind because when we are of the world and we are walking in the world and we're looking on Instagram or we're looking on TikTok or whatever it is and we're seeing all the things that people are doing. We are measuring ourselves up against something. And it really puts a damper on the way that we show up in our life, our actual life, because we are feeling inferior. And God did not make us to be inferior. In fact, God made us to be set apart. And so I want to encourage you that you have a family, our world as Christians. You have a family. We are brothers and sisters in Christ. We are the family of God. We are the kingdom of God. We are the hands and feet of Jesus. And so reach out, reach out and don't do life alone. And when we are really trying to establish good habits, having a coach, having someone there to help you be accountable is going to make all the difference. And then number five is going to be renew your mind with God's word. Romans 12 2. We're going to go back to that verse. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. The best way to renew your mind is by spending time in God's word. Make it a daily habit to read and meditate on scripture and look to God's truth to fill your mind and to transform your thinking and your heart. Truly, the God, God's word is living. Every time I read the Bible, even if it's the same scripture I've read 40 times before, it always gives me a new meaning. It always gives me a new zeal, a new zing, if you will, because his word is living and it always is applicable. No matter what season you're in, it will always apply. And so I want to encourage you guys to get into your Bible. It's easy to think, oh, well, I heard a sermon on Sunday, like that's enough. Or I listened to a little devotional on my phone. And I'm not saying those are bad things. I use my I use apps on my phone all the time to reference scripture and to read scripture, but really hold the Bible in your hand. Get into that word. Read it. Just read the word. Don't read it through someone else's interpretation. Don't read it through a, you know, little weekly devotional that you get, but you're, you're not even having to read the scripture for it. Really read the actual scripture. Read God's word. Let it speak to your heart and pray. Pray before you enter into that moment with reading the Bible and pray for God to help you make connections and, and and glean wisdom from what he's sharing for that reading today. And be steadfast in that. Because I know anytime that I have stayed with reading scripture, specifically even at the, like the start of my day, whenever I've I've had that habit, and I will say that habit has been off lately. I, I usually don't start my day with reading scripture. Um, I just have been out of that practice lately. And But when I have, I mean, it makes such a world of a difference. So I just want to encourage you guys to get in that word, get in the word and know that God is speaking directly to you because he is. And it's exciting. It's exciting to wake up and have the honor the thought like, I wonder what he's going to share with me today. And when you're reading scripture, it's like, it's almost like when you eat a piece of sugar and like, you can't stop, you know, (laughs) 
(laughs) And you just develop this craving for it because it's like every time it's like a salve to a wound. Like when you read the word, it just speaks to your heart. It gives you refreshment. It gives you a renewed sense of understanding and identity and purpose. And all those things are very motivating. They give us a lot to look forward to. They give us a lot to stay in the mindset that we need to be productive and efficient with our time and very intentional. So renewing your mind really comes down to practicing and implementing the word. So when we are figuring out how to renew our mind, it's kind of like learning a new ball game. It's like learning a brand new game for the first time because what happens when we are in mindset bondage is we are used to thinking the same thought. There have been studies on this that say almost 90% of our day is completely repetitive as the day before, even what we are thinking. So it's basically saying we all get up with with this, this robotic sense of life. We just go through the motions. It's like when you drive your kids to school and you don't re- remember the drive there because it's such a habit. You just do it on autopilot. So many of us are going through our life on autopilot. We're not even challenging ourselves to even think a new way. And that is something that our society has been greatly impacted by just with social media and this fast, like quick fixes. You know, they say now that our our attention span is not that much longer than a goldfish's attention span, which is like three seconds. I mean, that's that's crazy. Like we have so much behind our brain and our heart, like so much power behind that. We have God's power to really make a difference in this world. And so many of us are just living on autopilot and we have dreams and we have aspirations. We have the need for purpose because God wants us to get to work. He wants us to do things and we can, and we are very capable, but we're not going to get any further along on our journey of understanding what our purpose is, understanding who God is more if we just do the same thing every day. And I want to speak to that a little bit of what I just said, knowing God more, because that ultimately is our purpose. And if we are waking up every day and we are on autopilot, we are not challenging ourselves to know God more. We are not being more Christ-like. We are just doing the same thing. We are providing for ourselves and that's the minimum. And that's usually been okay for every, most people until they get to a crossroads and they're like, wait a second, is this all my life is amounting to? Is this all? And then they feel under the gun. So I'm, I'm encouraging you today to just let's take a handle of that. Let's challenge ourselves to stop being on autopilot and break free from this mindset bondage. And the only way to get out of my, out of autopilot is to start thinking new thoughts because out of thoughts become, become our actions and our actions become our life. And so if we are going to see a radical change, if we're going to start focusing on our goals and seeing them have in achieving our goals, we have to make a concerted effort to do things differently than the way we've been doing them. And there are so many tools out there. There's so many ways to learn how to renew your mind, to change things, to you know, be more productive and use this tool and use this planner and so many different ways that people have touted, you know, this special formula to get you where you're going. But I'm here to just simplify it for you. Change the way you're thinking. Like that's literally all you got to do. And I know it sounds very easy and it's not. I mean, it takes practice, but it is a that is the root. That is the simplification of really seeing a difference in your life is that in and of itself is to just start thinking differently. And, you know, there's so many ways to do that. You know, I have a framework that I work from when I 
have clients, I give them this framework that I developed that helps them capture the thought and go through it. I'd need to do another episode on that. But I just really want to share the importance our mindset has on the way that our life is playing out. And there's so much that is keeping us, you know, held back from what God has for us because we simply are not turning to God. We're not doing anything differently. We're not taking any steps in faith. We're just staying comfortable and on autopilot. And before we know it, we're going to be 60 and, you know, half our life's over. And who knows how much time you have here. So I want to, I am hoping that this episode can give you some good food for thought and some ways to really start seeing a shift in how you're thinking each day. And let's see the fruit of that. Let's start planting the seeds for that and reaping a different harvest for ourselves. God expects us to live intentionally with everything from the way that we think, the way that we speak, to the way that we connect with others. You know, breaking free from mindset bondage is a process, but with God's help, we can do it. And seeking his guidance and not being afraid to reach out for support is a big part of it. So if you are in need of a community, like I said, please get into the Bold Insiders Facebook group and I am going to leave you with those action steps. So first, you want to recognize the power of your thoughts. You want to really take captive of your thoughts, start journaling to see what those are. Focus on gratitude. Be grateful for what's going on in your life and your surroundings and the opportunity for change and the opportunity for hope and keeping hope alive in the things that you're grateful for each day. Take the action, big or small, have faith that God is working in your life as he is and connect with others. Make sure that you are stepping into the community that God has put you in and that you are showing up, showing up for others and allowing others to show up for you. And then the fifth piece is just renewing your mind with God's word. Really get in the scripture. Don't go off what someone else has said, what of off of what someone else has said, says God's word is, but really get into the word for yourself and make it a daily habit to read and meditate on scripture, to take the time to connect with God and what he wants you to do. These are the things that are going to help you break free from that mindset bondage and have a different outlook on life, which is going to create new action and new change and a harvest that is going to lead you in a path that you haven't been on. And if you're needing more encouragement on this, I have made a free faith-based affirmations journal. All you need to do to get it is DM me on Instagram at the Bold Life Academy. You can click the link in the show notes as well to get to that IG, but just send me the word affirmations and I will send that over to you guys as a free gift just to help you guys have scripture on your heart to learn the concept of what affirmations are and it be from a biblical standpoint. There is a place to journal out your thoughts and to practice a daily little habit of of forming affirmations for yourself. And this is really going to help kind of put this renewal mind practice at the like at the forefront of your of your thought life. So it's going to help you just kind of hone in on this concept of changing thoughts, capturing the negative ones and replace them with biblical truth and scripture. So just message me that and message me over on Instagram and I'll get that to you. So I hope you have a wonderful day and remember, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Romans 12 2. go live with bold intention guys. Bye for now.